University can be a crazy time. From an assignment that's due tomorrow to love letters and delayed trams on Swanson Street, it's easy enough to get lost amongst a couple of years you have lost on campus. Not to mention actually getting lost on campus. But what if this is all part of the fun? Welcome to Enroll Here by Unimelba Ventures, a podcast that delves into the world of being a student at the University of Melbourne and the stories and aspirations that comes from its people. My name is Elaine Nguyen and I'm a fourth year Bachelor of Arts student, still trying to make sense of why am I here, but ultimately what I can make out of it. I met Jonathan during the VC summer school back in January and wanted to get him on board with the podcast. So we met at Haymarket Cafe off the corner of the spot on Berkeley Street and wanted to hear his story so far. Yeah, um, so my name's Jonathan. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm currently studying first year medicine. Um, coming from undergrad biomedicine at, at Melbourne Uni. And how, how did you find a whole biomed degree? Because a lot of people are like, it's known for its 8am degrees and all yeah. that kind of jazz. I, I think it's pretty good. I think like you know, the 8am lectures, are, they're tough to begin with, like, yeah. especially you know, if you come out of high school, you're used to 9am starts or some high schools, you know, 9.30 even. Yeah. Um, but the 8am starts are good because they do prepare you not only for, for medicine when you do have those 8am starts, but also in the future, when you're like a practicing clinician, um, you also have a lot of early stuff. You guys do your well. rounds in the morning as well. Yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah. it's uh, it's just good good practice. Um, I mean, I deliberately choose 9 a.m. classes despite doing mm. arts. I can have a class at 3 p.m. every single day, but I feel like if you force yourself to be at uni in the morning, you get so much more done because yeah. you get some spare time to do other things after. That's exactly right. Like this. Like this. Yeah. I mean, we're doing a podcast at, <laughs> yeah. what, at, this at this point in time, of recording 2.40 p.m. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any classes today because I'm part-time, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so I guess, how was the transition going from biomed to med, I guess? I mean, like, I'm only in first year, so. But how is it so far? I mean, I think it was, I probably still hasn't sunk in yet. I think yeah. and I realized that, you know, I'm being tested on over a hundred lectures worth of content in an MST. Do you, do, uh, you, do you have MSTs as well? Yeah. And, I think and, and exams as well? Or? Exams. Yeah, yeah we, we do have exams. But it's just the cumulative one where cumulative, you right. get assessed on everything throughout the year. Yeah. And I guess, you know, building upon from, you know, finishing up biomed, how did you manage to, I guess, manage that sort of workload that biomed and med takes in? Like, are you involved in any extracurriculars or mm. do you do anything outside of uni, basically? Yeah, I think... So when I first got into it, um, I was just working a part-time job. Yeah, so was it retail? You're, yeah, I was, yeah. Doing, I was doing a Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme um, yeah. retail, fair enough. Yeah, yeah so it was, it was one of my first jobs actually. And it was alright to begin with. Yep. But then, you know, I think, especially in my first year, I wasn't that self-aware enough to want to do things, um, yep. to, to, to kind of like build character, and yep. you know, do pursue things that, um, you know, for my own personal development. And what do you think, you know, I feel like, not, it's not just you or me, but I feel like a lot of first years, a lot of us when we start mm. uni, it's kind of like, it's that crazy transition where it's like, how do we get involved or how do we develop yeah. ourselves? It's like, yeah, where it's do crazy. we start? I mean, how, I mean, how did you end up finding your feet after first year? How did I, yeah, so my first year was pretty shaky. Um, Same here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. I think most people, well not most people, but some people can definitely relate to having a, a wobbly first year. And that's largely in part due to like, 
the extra freedom that you that you get, but the but then the extra into, workload that comes yeah. with that freedom as well, you know, yeah, you still extra have to make sacrifices and that kind of thing. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, and it really comes down to balance, I think, at the end of the day. And so, yeah. in terms of balance, so you were studying, you were working. Did you do any sports? Were you volunteering? Nah. So like, yeah, in first year, I wasn't. So it was largely very very standard, just working and 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 studying, studying, going home, and just yeah. chilling with friends outside, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think it was, it was only in second year where I had a couple of talks with my close friends. Yep. Um, with my girlfriend as well, and that was when I, in part due to my close friends and due to my girlfriend as well. That kind of kick-started the self-reflection. Um, yeah. In terms of like, what do I want to gain out of undergrad, and what do I want to like? How can I actually? How can you actually? Yeah. Make something continue out of this. To, to grow my myself outside of the academic environment. And so, what were some yeah. key key findings you found about yourself doing that kind yeah, of so like, self-reflection point? The key findings was like, you know, I've always told myself that I was a too loud. So I've only always known, I've always considered myself a, a passionate person. A passionate person. Um, yeah. Someone who enjoys like. You know, giving back to the community, quote unquote, you know, very And cliche. does that link with you, you know, wanting to do medicine or being in medicine? I think right that's now. a part of it. Um, but I also like to you know, do other things yeah. that might not be directly health related. Um, you know, uh, what are some of, examples? Like education, for education. example. Yeah, it's always been a passion of mine. It's always been a hobby of mine. Um, we and met through the VC summer school. Can you tell you know, our audience about VC? Yeah, so the VC, yeah. yeah, the VC, that was actually one of the first uh, initiatives that I kind of under, undertook yep. uh, in an attempt to prove to myself that I don't only cared verbally, because yep. well, everyone can say that they care, right? Of course, um, yeah. And everyone can say that, because like, sometimes that's just, that's just the right thing to say. Yep. But I think it was the first thing that I actually did um, that, also, that, that, that really allowed me to show myself um, and also believe in my own words a little bit more, just, just to say that I care, to take yeah. it to the next level, to show that I care, by actually doing something that's, you know, as giving to like the community. Like you said, education, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, with VSES, it's uh, teaching kids from disadvantaged and rural areas That's where exactly they might right. not have the opportunities yeah. of tutoring as, as, yeah. as like we did in, in the cities here in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and so what were, you, what were you teaching at VSES? So VSES, I was doing uh, a bit of maths, a bit of biology. A bit of math and bio. Which yeah. one did you enjoy more? Biology. Biology. Yeah, I'd have to say that, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm a two-time health tutor and I can do what I currently study, which is politics and media, but I was like, I really like the health part about you know Medicare and all that kind of thing because it took yeah. me it took me forever to figure out the health system here. I was just like, wait, how do I claim this? How do I claim that? But it, I love how it really links to the real world and like you said, giving back. Yeah, um, it's a great it's a great program for any listeners out there. Yeah, hundred percent. Great program. Just reeling back to like uni itself. Um, now that you're doing med, are you just yeah. currently focusing on your first year med, or are you volunteering or oh, working on other things? Uh, that's a good question, actually. I think it's quite the opposite. So quite I've actually opposite. find that I've been doing more co-curricular ever since starting yep. med. Not sure if that's the best decision, considering you know everyone says. If you, it. If you can work at it, then you can yeah. work at it. I mean, I'm doing one subject and I'm doing like five different things. So. Five different things. Yeah. yeah. Of course, so you know. <laughs> I've actually found that I've been doing more uh, extracurriculars in yep. med as opposed to bio med, and I feel like. It doesn't have to be just the academic workload that dictates how much co-curricular you do. I feel like because you've kind of established yourself with your yeah. undergrad and now that you're doing med because you want to do med, you feel like, would you say that you feel like you've reached a point where you can say, I know what I want, kind of want for now, and I kind of know what to do in my life a bit. Bit of like direction almost. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I would say definitely like, I mean, I, I think, I'm not sure what you're getting at, but I'm pretty sure it's like to do with stability, right? As well, like when you kind of do a post grad, you kind of feel like it's more, it's, it's more structured. More, you're more, yeah, it's more yeah, structured. Yeah, yeah. 
and it's like it's leading more towards a towards a career, especially compared to biomed, because biomed Biomed's quite open. I mean, in general, yeah. a, besides say a bachelor of commerce, Mel the Melbourne model is quite pretty open. And I mean, look, there are strengths and weaknesses of that, which you know most people would already know. But it's kind of like very broad. It's like you do. I mean, in your first year, you do what really broad science and math like yeah, subjects, and then 100%. isn't it into third year that you major in something? Sorry? Isn't it until third year of your degree? Yeah. What, what, what did you major in for biomed? I did uh, microbiology and immunology. Yeah, so, but now, like you said, you know, you've kind of reached that almost, you could say maturity, so if you're like, okay, I'm doing med, I can focus, I know I have to focus on this, but I can also focus on other things I want to. And so what are some of the initiatives that you've gotten involved in ever since you started med medicine? Oh, so like, some of them aren't that impressive. So I started playing basketball on the weekends. You started uh, playing basketball? Yeah, with a, with a local team. Um, our team name is The Boys. The Boys. Currently top what's your, of, top what's your of position? I say, like, I'm so bad that I don't have a position. I just. Are you like know, a sub or something? Just, just go on the court and I run around uh, wherever I can but go. But still good fun though, you know? It's good fun. I think that's, that's the main thing. Like, Pretty much having a, having a bounce with, well, The Boys, you know? Yeah, with The Boys, you know? Taking some time off that studying. That's exactly I, right. I know yeah. how much studying you med students do, mm. even in first year. It's insane. Yeah. And then you have to worry about placement next year. So, placement, yeah. let's not, you know, that's not until next year. But what else? What else are you doing? Um, I recently uh, signed up to do this uh, community health program. Oh, which one? So it's called Chase. I'm Chase. Oh, Chase. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Can you tell our viewers what um, viewers audience what Chase oh, yeah. is? So Chase is essentially, well, to my understanding, I haven't actually started, but That's I fair, just but recently got accepted into yeah, the mentor yeah. position. It's just you go out to you know high schools, um, and and I think they particularly target disadvantaged high schools. So again. Um, you know, high schools generally in the west side, yep. you know, west side represent. Yeah, um, west side represent here as well. <laughs> Sunshine Kids, Sunshine, St. Albans yeah. Kids. Oh, St. Albans is actually St. Albans all the way. Yeah, hey. all the schools. Just, just to clarify yeah. to our um, audience, it's called the Community Health Advancement and Student Engagement Program. That's exactly right. Or Chase. Um, yeah. And uh, pretty much, so you go into Chase and so what, so I guess, so you go to schools, is that right? Yeah, so you go to schools and it's yep. just like a community health initiative where you just try to, talk to high school students about a lot of the taboo topics that they might not necessarily be exposed to um, at that age. Either, oh, know, that, like that teenage puberty. That teenage puberty, yeah. yeah, yeah so you talk yeah. about things like you know, alcohol, you know, responsible use of alcohol. You talk about relationships. You know, relationships and respectful. Respect and relationships. Nutrition, uh, physical activity. A lot of things that aren't traditionally associated with school, like that you learn in school. I mean, right? I mean, some schools do have subjects where you learn yeah, about that, but it's just, schools. it feels a bit forced. But if you get someone that's, you know, that's around, I guess, the sort of Similar age range, age yeah. you know, that's been through that thing, that's it's exactly like, right. they'll probably relate more. It's kind of mm. like, do, did you ever do something called Keys Please at school? No, but that does sound familiar. But you know how, I think it was someone from Vic Rhodes or something would come and talk about getting your learner's permit and that kind of thing, you know. Um, you know, stuff like that. Which high school did you go to, Alan? Uh, I went to Lakeview Senior College in Caroline Springs. Okay. Where did you go? I went to uni high. So right, the, right opposite uh, Melbourne Everyone University. knows that school as the casual clothes school, right? Is that true? Yeah, it is. Casual. Yeah. You know, I've never, wear, I've never worn uniform a day in my life. And now at uni, you don't wear uniform. I'm yeah. so glad about that because I, want to, I'll, I'll have to, I'll, I have to confess to our view, uh, viewers, again, our audience here, that I repeat outfits a fair bit. Whoopsies. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. You can wear the same hoodie for a week and no one would know because your cute people will probably be like doing the same as well. But you know, reeling back to topic, um, yeah. <laughs> um, that's really good you're doing, Chase. Um, what else have you started getting involved with, you know, more specifically towards, you know, med social life, med student life? Yeah. 
So I think, yeah, definitely yeah, coming to med, you want to make some new friends. You know, yeah. you're in a new cohort with new faces, new people, and they're potentially going to be your colleagues in the future. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Especially when you do your internship or residency. It's like, That's exactly hey, right. we, yeah. we were in the same CSL or, or in the same class in first year med, or yeah. we met through an event. So it's really good, you know, everyone's favorite word, network, you know, so yeah. yeah. I also think making friends at this age, like, I speak as if I'm, I'm 70 years old, but I feel I, like <laughs> I feel like at, at, by the time you finish your first degree, you feel old and you get quarter life crisis a bit earlier. Than yeah. Usually, but anyway, but like making <laughs> friends at this age, it's tricky because we're at this age where a lot of people just finish an undergrad. Yeah. And have a, like a circle of friends already, and if you want to kind of infiltrate that, it's very hard. But hey, you know, when you, you start a new saying? degree, you make new friends, you make your own circle. Yeah, you make, yeah, you make because a lot of people who do med may have not necessarily did biomed at Melbourne Uni. That's they could have right, done yeah. it, you know, I'm sure the people from other unis, other states, even from science. I know that you can get to med through art and commerce. That's exactly you did right, the yeah. um, biochem prereqs on the Brett subjects. Yeah. So what are some, um, you were mentioning about an initiative before we started recording of meeting new people in med. What's this initiative? Yeah, so that initiative was actually started by, I think one of the MD, first year MD students. Yep. Uh, it's essentially this coffee club where you What's meet. it called? Is it called a coffee club? It's or called it? uh, the Cool Beans. Cool the Beans. Everyone, cool Beans, yeah. Man, I still, say, I still say Cool Beans for cool when I feel old, but that's, a, that's such a great name. Yeah. So what's Cool Beans about? The Cool Beans essentially you know, meet up with uh, three strangers, preferably strangers, but yep. it's a very random system. So on occasion, you would meet someone that you've seen around before. Yeah. And you essentially just socialize over, over coffee once a week. Any particular coffee places or just general coffee? Oh, talking? yeah, general. So today we went to Carte. Carte? The, oh, the ca crepe place? The crepe place, yeah, right, yeah. Place. And then yeah. we're recording this podcast in Haymarket Cafe. Yeah. Shout out to them for letting me, uh, for letting us record here. Um, so pretty much, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, I know that, you know, through uni, you can get that sort of sense of finding new people through clubs and societies, but once in postgrad, it might, you might not have as much time. So yeah, it's really right, good yeah. that someone within the cohort is letting med medical students get the opportunity to meet other people, like you said, future colleagues and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and just moving on with the questions, um, and do you think getting involved in this sort of, in this sort of stuff would be conducive to your further development? Because you said you've had that self-reflection, but yeah. now you're to that next stage of more development. Do you think it's important that you get involved in this or, you know, like, what do you think? I definitely think, yeah, like all the initiatives, even like basketball, yeah, basketball. Even like the Cool Beans Collective, you think it's just socializing. But I think in any, every opportunity, there is, in any opportunity or any situation, there is an opportunity. I hate to double up on the word It's what you make out of it. Yeah. It's like a actually, degree, you know. Yeah, yeah to actually grow. Like, you know, you, know, you can meet someone, you know, that might offer a, a new perspective or a different perspective. I know it sounds cliche, but all the time when I'm talking to new people, they might say something or they might talk about something. You're like, oh, wow, yeah. I never thought of that, you know. It's, That's exactly right. It, and I guess just wrapping up a bit of this podcast, um, what are some things you wish you knew when you started your Bachelor of Biomedicine that you would tell yourself now? Yeah, some tips you have for students who may be starting their degree now or midway to degree. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of things. Um, so when I first came into biomedicine, you know, I think my maturity level isn't quite at, uh, at the same level as it is now. I'm not saying that it's super high. We'll, we'll develop and grow throughout the three, four years you do a, a bachelor's, you know, I mean, mm. our thinking at the first day, first week is different to our, you know, our first day, first week in a postgraduate degree. I mean, I know my thinking is very different for fourth year, third week, than my first year, third week, so. Yeah. <laughs> very specific weeks. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely, you know, tell myself 
you know, to, 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 to prioritize study. I think oh, that's something sure. that I definitely didn't do going into first year. Study is still important. We, um, we are uni students at the end of the day, you know, but... But also just being more mindful with the decisions that I was making. Yeah. Um, without getting into too much detail of course. about that. Um, like things like, um, you know, just being more proactive. And prioritizing and what matters to you. Yeah. And what, well, what is less of a priority than you wish you place focus on. Like for me, I, I would place a lot of priority on really trivial things and how I look. But now I'm just like at that oh, point really? where I'm like, yeah, I know. Okay. I, I had a bit of an identity crisis. <laughs> I feel like we all did at some point. Um, but now I'm just like, I just do me. You do you, boo, as they would say these days. So that's what you would tell yourself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily say you do you, boo. But I mean, I downloaded a wallpaper yesterday that just basically says, get up, get out and get on it. I love it. It's simple, it's cliche, but but um, pretty much, so what are your, I guess, you know, finishing up, what are some tips you have for students? For students, oh, well, I, I definitely don't think that I'm uh, that kind of senior to give, to no, give really good, good life advice to, to undergrads, but I'll definitely say, you know, for those people that are pursuing the med dream, um, definitely don't make it all about that, because I, I have run into people in the past that everything they do has to revolve around getting into med somehow. Getting, you know, the top, the top, percentile in the GAMSAT yeah, or something. Like from, from like academic stuff that, that like you mentioned, like GAMSAT and WAM and, and GPA, to like even things like, you know, what co-curriculars should I do that can increase my chances of getting into but med. Then, but then you look at the med cohort, everyone's so diverse because some people might just focus on the study, but some people might be focusing a bit more on volunteering. I mean, um, there's a lot that you can do and still call yourself a student of whatever degree you do. You know, yeah. you can be an art student and be stand-up comedy at night time or you That'd can be, be tired huh that would be really tired i know yeah. or you can be a architecture student but on your weekends you can um you can play in an ensemble band there's so much you can do i love this example i mean <laughs> i mean you don't make it all about med don't make it yeah. all about what you want all about med in your case but more about what makes you click and the things that you enjoy you don't always i mean you don't always have to sacrifice something you have to adapt yeah you don't always have to sacrifice yeah, so but definitely be selective. Be selective. When it comes to things that you do. And always always try to be proactive. Yeah. But also don't try to overdo it and just get involved in everything. Of course, don't try to overcommit. Yeah. Um, I'm notorious for that. But yeah. yeah, don't try to overcommit and pretty much you'll be on track. And I guess this is our first episode of um, yeah. Enroll Here. Um, thank you so much, Jono, Jonathan. So that was our first episode of Enroll Here with Jonathan He. As we head into semester two, we hope to get the insights of students around campus about their journey and getting that nice testament at the end of it all. If you're interested in studying at the University of Melbourne, you can contact us on our Facebook page or unimelbourneadventures at gmail.com. You're listening to Enroll Here.